you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live in New York City. It is Friday, December 16th. I am Sarah Walsh, alongside Kyle Brandt and two Super Bowl champions and Jason McCourty and Sean O'Hara. So they're really pulling their load on that <laughs> side of the table. Peter and Jamie, they're out working. Yeah. They're not. They're working. They're out here. And, like, what do we have on this side of the table? What have we got? Your credentials? Um, no. Maybe Everybody that's topic. normally on the show has got a second job this weekend. What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna, Christmas You know where I'm going to be this week? I'm going to be in sweatpants. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be on the couch and eating. Right now, we're going to eat Niners Seahawks, though, Sarah Wilson. Let's get to what we call the lead block of the program. Guys, because we had talked about this all week. Good Thursday night game, right? Like, we don't always get one of those. But Niners Seahawks, Brock Purdy, ladies and gentlemen. He's excited. And at the end, he's going to see his boss. Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. There's Jed York. Thank you very much. He has this very dignified handshake. And Jed York had a uh, hat in his hand, and that is an NFC West champion hat. So let's just get into it right now. After the game, a very humble Brock Purdy who looks all of – 12 years old, took to the mic after taking out Seattle. It's special and everything, but, man, honestly, I'm just like another component. I'm another piece to this team um, in terms of a guy coming in, just doing what he's asked of, you know. Um, I'm the quarterback. I have to make decisions. I trust in how the coaches teach me throughout the week. I just try to get the ball out to the guys on time. For him to be able to just play, let alone to play the way he did, to protect the ball. I knew he struggled to move a little bit at times, but there at the end for um, that third and one for him to be able to run and move the chains there. They had a lot of respect for him before that game, but a lot more now. He's definitely the most um, poised rookie I've ever had. You know, it's he's been like that since he's gotten here. Okay, so here's how things look now. The 49ers clinch the NFC West title with that win in Seattle. It is their seventh straight win. Meanwhile, the Seahawks drop down to 500 and they stay in that lurking column 
in the eight seeds. Right. So, Jason, what'd you make of the Niners last night in Purdy? Brock Purdy, man, this guy has been really good. And you heard Shanahan say he's been one of the most poised rookies. Yeah. And I want to draw you guys to Kittle's first touchdown because it is a fun play. We talked about it in the highlight. He's screening to the left. He's screening to the right. And I remember being in New England, and we had to defend this play. Andy Reid would run it yeah. to Travis Kelsey, and we called it the fun pass. It looks like it's so much fun, faking all around. They call it the Hollywood play. But you talk about Brock Purdy and having Kyle Shanahan on his side, being able to draw these types of plays, being able to – have his strengths on display every time he's out there on the field. He knows what his weaknesses are. He said he's since he's gotten there, he's been extremely confident. That's the way his teammates have talked about him. And I think for a head coach or offensive coordinator like Shanahan, when you get a rookie quarterback in there, you got to dive into your bag. You got to come mm -hmm. up with ways to make him comfortable to be able to go out there, see the field, and make these plays. So yeah. shout out to Brock Purdy and Shanahan. Awesome. When you look at this game and, and Brock Purdy, like, it's not just the fact that they beat Seattle, but he went into Seattle and did mm. it. Like, as a player, whenever you're playing in Seattle, you know, like, all right, this is going to be a hot mess. Like, we're going to have false starts. We're going to have to deal with the crowd noise. Yep. And you never know how the quarterback is going to handle things at the line. And Purdy just looks so composed. He's so poised. And you go back and you look at all the throws he did. You just talked about that screenplay. All these other big plays, it was, hey, first read's not there, fine. Mm -hmm. Second read's not there. There was no panic whatsoever. And then it wasn't just the arm. There was a third and one in this game where he ran for the first down. And this is the awareness that this kid has. So he's running for the first down, knows where the marker is, and uh, slides. As he slides, look at he puts the football smart. in front of his knee because he knows that's where they're going to spot the play. Yep. A lot of quarterbacks would go out of bounds or they slide with the ball behind him. Behind I mean, that kind of awareness right there, that's next level. And I feel like Brock Purdy, cool. his performance, you almost want to – I was talking with Bill before the show, and yeah. he kind of had a couple of different ideas. I'm, I'm going to put a, a different spin on it. But it was kind of like Brock Purdy going into Seattle and running the San Francisco 49ers offense. It's like when you're in high school and you're dating a girl. All right. right? No. You're going to take her to the prom. <laughs> Bill told you this? Look out. No, this, this is my version. <laughs> oh, good. Well, really, really look out there. Go on. You're Wait. going to the prom, yeah. right? And your date, mm -hmm. her dad says, hey, I've got a sports car in the garage. Okay. You want to take it? Yeah. Here are the keys. Yeah, yeah sure. All right, they gave Brock Purdy the keys in the sports car, and he had to go to the prom. And it's like a lot of a lot of kids would have been nervous. They're 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Like, hey, man, I'm parking as far away from the parking lot, you know, from the event space as possible. I don't want to get a ding in it. Mm. Dude, Purdy rolled up. He did a donut at the parking lot. He parallel parked that thing right in the first spot. With, and no sweat on the brow, no issues whatsoever. Brock Purdy handled that like mm. a pro. The dad gives you that sports car because there's no backseat. Like, that's strategic on his part. It's smart. Right, he's got um, a GoPro in there, too. Yeah, he's probably so. All right, I, I'm just so into the Purdy thing because, Here's where we go. Oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. To oh, this is a story. Now we're getting into sensation. Up here, I gotta stand up. I just want to soak this in. We're all watching the Hallmark movies right now, Sarah. You know what I'm saying? This is like you a, are, Kyle. A, 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 are. Absolutely. By <laughs> we all, I mean myself and I. Um, this we're watching a Disney movie in the NFL right yeah. now, and it's the lore. So one thing that he won: third rookie quarterback to win at Seattle in Pete Carroll's entire regime, only third ever. He has a passer rating over 115 in his mm. first two starts. Two people have done that since 1950: Brock Purdy and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the only people. Have done it. And the best part is last night, guys, he was hurt. Like, he did not throw a single pass all week in practice. Not one pass. The only, and this is where you get into the Disney stuff, the only throwing he did was at a few soft tosses in a hotel ballroom and the walkthrough the day of the game. Even during warm-ups, Kyle Shannon's like, we might have to go with Josh Johnson. I don't know if he has it. Al Michaels has seen 50 years of football. He's sitting there going, is it me or does it look like a seventh-year man out there? Brock Purdy is for real. The most poised quarterback Shanahan's ever seen. Most poised rookie? rookie. He's been around a lot yeah. of players. A lot. And I can name them, and Brock 
Purdy is the one. Uh, it's so fun and it's so cool and has now reached sensation levels there. We're almost there. We'll end, I don't know, but right now it's so fun. Uh, and can I add something that yeah. we haven't brought up yet this week about him? This is a short week. This yeah. is a guy on the no tour. So, so all those accolades are right and deserved, and, and he's been sensational, and it's a Disney move, all these things. He also did it on a short work week. Everyone was like, okay, what is this guy going to do against the Buccaneers? And the, you know, this guy hasn't played, and there's not a lot of tape on him. And I remember a week ago, Todd Bowles was like, well, I don't know much about him, and that's fair because who did at that point? Yeah. He goes out, he dismantles the box, and then on a short week and banged up, I mean, I think that's hard to do. And I think after he does it once, I think there's always that, you know, people can come out hot out of the gate. You can get lucky. You can Other teams cannot have a read on you. Then to follow it up a couple days later. And when I say a couple days later, like four days later, um, that's tough to do. And I think that that's like a whole nother level of when you combine that with the fact that this guy was hurt. When you combine that with the fact that how much practice he got. Although, I thought it was interesting, Fred Warner said he's been going up against the best defense yeah. in the league oh, yeah, this entire – so obviously that, that that does something for you, right? When he's – the guys that he sees in practice every day. But I do think it's another level of hats off that not only did he do it, not only did he back up his week one performance, but he did it on a short work week. Mm -hmm. Wally was hurt. Yeah. And I think that that's just another – there's so much, so much preparation you can do when mm -hmm. you only have so many days to get it all crammed in there. And whatever he's doing, it's working. So well, Yes, it is. Indeed it is. They won the West. They're going to be hosting they're their in. own playoff game. Sam, so it is done. Yeah. Just a matter of who they're going to play. they got a few games left, but they are the NFC West champs is wrapped. T-shirts and hats. No doubt. It's T-shirt night. Great feeling mm -hmm. in the locker room. The fairy tale continues. Hey, let's bring in a prince while we're at it. You know what I mean? Tom Pelissero. Hey, enchanted. Doing <laughs> double duty for us today. You, you look confused. That's a compliment. Tom, you should be pumped about Thank that. You. You're here to bring us the news, but you're also covering tomorrow's Colts and Vikings game in Minnesota. So we're going to ask you to put your reporter hat on, give us a little preview of Colts and Vikings. What are you working on? Well, Sarah, Sean talked about T-shirts and hats for the Vikings. Those have been in boxes mm -hmm. for a couple of weeks here. They once again have the opportunity to clinch the NFC North by beating the Colts or with a Lions loss to the Jets on Sunday. They had an opportunity last week to clinch the division, went to Detroit, and once again, the defense really struggled. So good news for the Vikings. There is some help on the way in terms of reinforcements from injuries. Harrison Smith sat out last week with a neck injury. He is going to be back for this game. So is left tackle Christian Derrissaw, who's one of the best young linemen in the NFL. That's going to have a positive impact on the way that Kevin O'Connell can call this game for Kirk Cousins, who's been hit more than any quarterback in the NFL this season. Meanwhile, for the Colts, they're coming off their bye. They've lost three consecutive games, but the Titans have also lost three in a row. So even though the Colts are 4-8-1, and one, playing under an interim coach in Jeff Saturday, they're not completely done, but they're going to have to find a way to get a win in Minnesota tomorrow. Sarah? Tommy P, thank you. Coming up still on GMFB, Josh Allen's going to face off against Tua in the Tundra on Saturday night. Our own Mike Giardi is going to join us live from Buffalo next with the latest. We're just getting started here. It's GMFB on a Friday. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We got a huge slate of games coming your oh, way yeah. on Saturday. A triple header of games coming up. We're going to start in Buffalo and Tough Guy Award already given out today on this very early yeah. Friday morning to Mike Giardi, who is in Buffalo. The windows are open behind him. I'm told it's in the 30s, and we're not even going jacket. We're going like casual yeah. dinner blazer, Giardi. Wow. I mean, wow. Oh, I, I'd be crying with tears running down my face, but uh, that's me, and you're a New England guy. So uh, we could talk Josh Allen and Tua all day, but we don't want to bury the lead here. Talk to me about Lake Effect, which clearly doesn't bother you at all. Well, I was actually going to go one button down further just to, you know, show you that we're not phased by Let's this go. at all. Yeah, I know, exactly. The ratings go sky high, right? Look, all I know is that a lot of people Imagine are talking Mike about Giardi. the idea that, hey, this, <laughs> that this doesn't matter, right? That the weather is no big deal. You're hearing the Miami guys talk about, well, it's a mindset, and you've got Mike McDaniel walking around with a T-shirt in their air-conditioned indoor facility saying, I wish it were colder. Well, guess what, guys? No matter what you do, you can't prepare for what's going to happen here tomorrow. I mean, I don't want to predict the snow totals. I've heard anywhere from 7 to 22 inches. I've heard gusts of up to 30 miles an hour, 25 degrees. Like, when you step off the plane, as Jordan Poyer told us when he was with Cleveland, he came to Buffalo. It was a December game. He said, I got off the plane, and he goes, and that wind chill hits you right in the face. And he said, I know for me, I wanted to go back in the plane. I didn't want any part of it. He said, now, of course, I'm here. I figured this all out. But there's a psychological aspect to this where I think the Bills players are prepared for it because they played in it. It was just a year ago they played in basically a hurricane against the Patriots here, right, where the conditions were awful. And you had guys walking around with the, the bare arms. You know, Dawson Knox doesn't wear sleeves. He, in fact, in the warm-ups will go with the, the tank top, the skin tight, as Josh Allen, his good friend, says. He likes to get pictures. He wants to look cool. But that's just the way it is. He said, I'm tough. I'm, it's not going to bother me. And I think the Bills had practicing in it all week, and it was 20 degrees here yesterday. They were outdoors, or two days ago, they were outdoors. 
doesn't really phase them. And for Miami, this is something different. They haven't played in it very often, and those conditions are going to be brutal on Saturday night. All I'm seeing is that it doesn't phase Mike Giardi because mm. you're describing this winter scene. We don't have a park. Uh, what are we going? You going just light hoodie tomorrow for the game? I mean, you're not selling no, the, the story with the outfit tomorrow. because it's gonna just gonna have like, the, this is just no, I'm going to have the, the scarf over my head. You'll see show. my eyes. Yeah, there goes <laughs> that just for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. I Thank love you. it. Mike's talking about taking the buttons down, but now we're going to go to Steve Weish and Stacey Dales who are mm. in Cleveland, and they're going the opposite way. They're bundled up, gloves, scarves. I love it, guys. Welcome in. Is it, is it cold there? What's the temperatures like? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, you know, look, we're not going to be the tough guy, the faux tough guy like Mike Giardi. We're keeping it real here. Mm -hmm. You can see the breath. But it's yeah. not too bad, Stace, compared to how it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah, not too bad. Mike Giardi's bulletproof. Um, that's that's <laughs> yes. going to be my new nickname for him. The temperatures, guys, tomorrow for our game, which is a 4.30 local time kickoff. The real feel expected to be in the 20s, but wind gusts maybe up to like 33 miles per hour and some flurries, right? 50% chance right. of snow. So we expect a lot right of running the football. Right on Lake Erie. So to that point, I mean, as you said, Stacey, running the football. Okay, yeah. Deshaun Watson for Cleveland is going to be playing his first home game, and he's going to be coming to a crowd, a fan group that has supported him since they acquired him. I mean, mm -hmm. all through training camp, no matter what was going on, they had his back, so that's going to be good for him. But now he's got to get Nick Chubb. You know, he's got to get Kareem Hunt going. We heard Kevin Stefanski tell us that's going to be the key to everything. But they're yeah. playing a Ravens defense Oof. that's tough. And for Cleveland, you know, look, they're out of playoffs for all practical purposes. Mm -hmm. So they said it is a one-game season each week. So, you know, they're kind of in the spoiler role, whereas the Ravens, it's a little bit of a different story. Yeah, it is a little bit of a different story. And by the way, the Ravens defensively have historically done a pretty good job against Nick Chubb yes. in the last handful or so games, keeping him under 100. But for them, this is a must-win game. And it's crazy to say that right in this AFC North division, but they are locked up neck and neck at 9-4 and four with the Cincinnati Bengals, who are hot. You know, power rankings, Dan Hansis, he's got those guys right at the top for good reason. So they've got to win this one with four games to go. They hold the tiebreaker right now against Cincinnati, Steve, but they play Cincinnati in the final week of the season. So this is a critical game for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, Tyler Huntley uh, going to be their quarterback right. for those Ravens, too. So we're going to get warm right now. So we're going to send <laughs> it back to you guys. And I like the bulletproof nickname okay. for the yeah, Bulletproof. You know what you guys are? Weather appropriate. That's what you are. And there's nothing wrong with being weather appropriate. <laughs> Giardi, like, because you know what? Giardi's going to be sick next week. So who's the smart one? No. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Stacey and Steve. It is time. Exactly. It is time now for Mad Minute. Let's roll. Let's get it. Week 15 kicked off last night. We've got a great slate of games coming up on Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to break down some of the best matchups. we got 60 seconds to break down what we are excited for in each game. So we are starting in Cleveland for the AFC North Showdown between the Browns and the Ravens. What are you most excited for in this matchup? Jason, go. Yes, we have Patrick Queen on the show this week, and he talked about it. Roquan Smith talked about it. They feel like they're the best linebacker duo in the mm -hmm. NFL. Go for it. Well, on Sunday, you're going against Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. If you're the best linebacker crew, go out there and prove that they haven't given up a 100-yard rusher all season. Keep that going. Keep winning and hold down the fort until Lamar Jackson mm. gets back. Yeah, J-Mac, I'm with you on the run game aspect, and I think we're looking at those two linebackers Look, I mean, Roquan Smith's addition to Baltimore defense has been phenomenal, but I'm looking at this Browns O-line. Give me Wyatt Teller and, and give me Joel Batonio. This offensive line is one of the reasons why Nick Chubb is such a good running back mm -hmm. in the NFL right now. And those two guys, if you want to run the football, you better have two stud mm -hmm. guards. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to see Baltimore keep this up. I, I have so much respect with what Baltimore's doing. They're the quietest frontrunner we have in the league. The fact is they have lost one game in the last two months. And it was that bizarre meltdown against Jacksonville at the end of the game. Baltimore's really good. They lose their quarterback. No big deal. We'll keep on plugging. I think they're going to win this 
this game. I actually think I'm in this game by double digits. I love what Baltimore's doing because it's quiet. All the noise in Cincinnati and watch Baltimore take this thing. Uh, and and I, to your point, I think that is, they've been really quiet. You're 100% right. They're there's, nine and four. They're there's, great. And it, they just probably don't get the love. I know. It's weird. Meanwhile, the Colts heading to the Twin Cities to take on Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Sean, what are you most excited for in this matchup? 60 seconds on the clock. Has anybody seen the Vikings defense? Uh, no. I, I, I don't know what, what happened to them. Uh, the Detroit Lions, I think they just scored another touchdown on them during the week. Um, I, I don't know what more Kirk Cousins can do. I mean, he, he has an unbelievable statistic day. He's one of the best games Likes in the it up. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and takes the L. Like, that, that should not be a stat, the quarterback win-loss thing. But, hey, Vikings defense, you better show up. You know what I would like to see from Minnesota? I'd like to see, like, a squashing. Like, they win by 23 points. Because all they ever hear, Jay, point differential. You're this crazy dude. Yeah. You're 10-3, and three and you still have fewer points. Can't you just win one game 31-13? to 13? You have so much. You have Justin Jefferson, and you can't win a game by double digits? Please do it. Put this thing away. The Colts are circling the drain. Take care of business. Yeah, you just mentioned Justin Jefferson. I want to see him. Every time this guy's out there on the field, something exciting happens. And they're going against the Indianapolis Colts. And one of my friends are on that team, Stephon Gilmore, sure. a really good cornerback. I'm sure those two will see a lot of each other tomorrow. And I want to see that matchup good on good and see who's going to win it. But Kirk Cousins, throw the ball up to Justin Jefferson a few times. One hand catch, however you need to come down with it. I'm excited to see it. Uh, to button up Sean's point, uh, 30.4 points per game allowed in their last five games. That's mm. what that defense has given up. Just 100 more than 30 yards. Points. Yeah, in their last five. All right, we've got Saturday night football in Buffalo with an AFC East battle between the Dolphins and the Bills. Kyle, what intrigues you the most about this So game? many things. I want to see how Mike McDaniel comes out. Mm. I feel like this has an opportunity to be his symphony. I think he's going to have to reach in his bag. We saw what Shanahan did last night, running all these plays and these fakes and these tricks. I think McDaniel's going to have to be a little special in the play calling and the offense to win this game with the conditions, with the atmosphere. Like I don't think you just show up with your stock offense. I think if you have that trick play you've had in your back pocket for six weeks, this is the week you bring it out. Big game from Mike McDaniel, Jay. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, I go back to that first game, too, for the Dolphins on defense. They were able to, to not let Buffalo in the end zone too many times. Won that game. Only gave up 19 points. But on the road, the Miami Dolphins have struggled. They've given up over 30 points per game. While when they're at home, they're only giving up 15. So heading down to Western New York in Buffalo, mm. tough, tough conditions. How is this defense going to play? Kyle, you mentioned Mike McDaniel, yeah. and, and he's got a lot of drip and sure. swag and all that stuff. Guess what? When it's minus 20 degrees wind chill and there's snow all over the place, you don't need to worry about any of that. Just, like, bundle up. So my concern is for Mike McDaniel. He doesn't have a lot of insulation on, on his body. <laughs> Layer up, my man. Don't, don't try to be too cool. But for this game, listen, mm. can the Dolphins run the football? Yeah. Because I know the Bills can. They're the mm. only team in the NFL that has rushed for yeah. over 100 yards every single week. I don't know if the Dolphins could do that. Mm. And if you're playing the snowball, look, you, you, you better put your also gloves on, mm. right? The cold never bothered me anyway. anyway. That's gotta right. Go. Aaron Dell. It's McCourty's going to be there. You yeah. got, what, how many layers you got? All, all of them. And I'm in the booth. And I'm wearing all of the layers. <laughs> Coming up, Kittle, Purdy, and the Niners looked unstoppable last night. What is the ceiling for this team? We're going to break it all down later on. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. Let's take you back. Back in week three, the Bills lost their first game of the season to the Dolphins. It was 21-19. to Josh Allen gave it his all, throwing for 400 yards, two touchdowns. But with 18 seconds remaining and no timeouts, the Bills couldn't spike the ball to stop the clock. Josh Allen and Tua embraced each other midfield after the hard-fought battle. They're going to see each other again this Saturday in Buffalo. Temps are going to be a little different. You can catch it right here on NFL Network at 8.15 Eastern. Kyle, what are you going to be watching for when these two teams catch up again on Saturday? We've had every facet of this game, we except have. for one that I really like that's in the middle of it. There is a, uh, a Josh Allen versus Christian Wilkins subplot of this game. Yeah. Christian Wilkins, D-lineman, Jason played with them. You know, sometimes you see uh, Favre and Warren Sapp or like Rodgers and Dominican Sue, the quarterback D-lineman. If you remember in this game, it's down in Miami, like Sarah was just saying, and there was a moment where at the end of the play, Josh is going to get in a big pile here, and at the end of it, there's a heavy amount of extracurriculars as everybody gets up, and Josh is mad, like big, big mad. And he's on top of Wilkins, and Josh gets flagged. That was only the second personal foul of his entire career, and the first one had nothing to, and it was not like this at all. So afterwards, there was this insinuation that maybe some things had happened down in the pile, uh, very specific things that had happened. I talked to Josh after this game, which the Bills lost. We were in London at the time, and I said, what was going on there? And this is what he had to say. Anybody with two eyes can understand what was going on under that pile. Obviously, I let the emotions get to the best of me, but there are some things that I didn't appreciate down there uh, that, that was going on, and we'll let everybody make their own judgments for that. The player in question said after the game, quote, with alpha males, that's how it goes. Do alpha males grab each other's groins on the football field? Uh, not typically, and that's, you know, it is what it is. He's a, he's a competitor, and that's just kind of, he, he's been known for that going back to college. Um, yeah. So I should know that and shouldn't let it get the best of me. But sometimes, like, it, it just does. You know, sometimes you see red and, and things like that happen. 
All right, so a lot to unpack here. So he basically says, ah, anybody with two eyes knows what happens. Yeah. And he referred to Christian Wilkins' uh, history. And look, we love Christian. He comes on the show. He's a great personality. He does have a reputation for weird stuff at the end of plays. And you can see the college video, and it's very infamous, and he knows what I'm talking about. Or does he? Because in the full WWE heel mode is when the referee turns to you, you go, what do you mean? I wasn't doing anything. We have no idea. Christian came on this show and was asked point blank, you know, what about all this stuff after the play, like what happened against Buffalo? What, what do you have to say about that? Check this out. Christian, do people say they also don't want to face you because of stuff that happens after the play that they're not into? Um, that's, I mean, hey, I mean, that's on them. So um, I, don't, I don't know what you're exactly getting at or alluding to. Um, but yeah, that's, hey, that's on them. I'm just having fun. I like to do my job and, you know, try to do it at a high level. And if it ruffles some other guys on the other team, hey, that's, that's on them. It's perfectly played. It's perfectly played. I don't know what you're alluding to. I don't know what you're referencing. There's a history here for Christian, between Christian and Josh, and they're going at it Saturday night. Jason, you know all about the situation, and you played with Wilkins in Miami. What's your take on this, this dynamic between the two? I love it. Like, this is what you <laughs> want to see in these rivalry games. I was in Tennessee for eight years. I played there with Cortland Finnegan. There was yep. something about Cortland Finnegan versus Andre Johnson. Whenever we went at it, you know those guys are going to get into something after the whistle. I played with Taylor Lewan in Tennessee. He was another guy. He knew how to push the opponents all the right buttons to get them going. Christian Wilkins, Josh Allen. Christian is a guy that he's going to do things after the whistle. Pull a guy's towel off. Different things to annoy you. Mm -hmm. Talk trash to you throughout the game. He'll be talking to Josh all night long trying to get in his head. Josh said it after. He was just like, I let my emotions get the best of me. I should have known going into it. This is what division rivalry games are all about. We said yesterday, I want to see this as a rivalry game. Yep. Back when it was Kelly and Marino. We have now Allen and Wilkins, a different type of matchup, but it's going to be fun as hell to watch. Mm -hmm. I love rivalries, and I love anytime you can get a couple of guys that have a little history, and, yeah. and now it's like, all right, hey, I got to get you back, or I'm going to try to get in your head. But I feel like there's like a man code here on the football field. Like, okay. said he things, didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, what do you, I don't know what you're referring to. So. I, you, anybody, anybody that has seen or has kids that have lied about, no, I did not draw on the wall with that crayon, they know the body language okay. that Christian just had on there. Like, he, he, he definitely did it. There's two things that you don't do in, in the NFL. You don't do that and you don't spit on guys. But everything else is on a table. Like, you you, you want to mush a guy over the pile. You want to get your dirtbag backpack out there and drive the guy through the sideline uh -huh. and dump him. Uh, like, I'm all for that. As long as it's through the whistle and you're not hurting your team. Because there's this act factor, if I brought this up, and people are like, you know, there's no part in the game for that. And yet, Dolphins fans are saying, 15 yards, football's football. I think it's naive to say there's no part of the game for extracurriculars after, or oops, I did this, or oops, I did that. That, that goes on and always has and always will. There's nothing wrong with grabbing and squeezing something as long as it's up here. Like, really? You, go, you, go, you squeeze a guy in the throat in the trachea? Hey, that's football. That's Sorry. life. That happens. All right? But we don't go below the belt. All right? You don't go, go below the, the equator right there with that. I think when, when, when I look back at, like, players that, that did stuff like this, like, you get a reputation, right? Mm -hmm. Roddy Harrison had one when he played for New England. He would always hit guys late, hit guys around the pile. He got under Amani Toomer's skin one okay. time, which mm -hmm. rarely happened. But that's why you do it. You do it because you're trying to provoke and you're trying to create that penalty and get them out of their game. Yeah. But why would you want to mess with Josh Allen? That's the one guy I wouldn't want to get angry. Mm. I would say I'd have to agree with Sean, despite the fact that we were having this discussion at the commercial break, and I said, I don't think I have necessarily the same experience as everyone at this table to um, to delve into the subject of, of what we're talking about. But what I would like to say is I would like to say hats off to the journalist that Kyle Brandt is. Oh, come on. Given the question, the delicate way in which Kyle had to ask the questions to Josh Allen, and I, I, they probably can't cue it up right here, but I forget exactly what your sentence to him was. But as I was listening to you say that to him, the 
seriousness you kept on your face because I would be sitting here going, oh my God, how am I going to how am I going to ask this and not ask? That's a pro. This is a pros pro well, thank you here. So it's tricky. It's topic. the tricky follows. But look, for Josh, he likes to play things close to the vest. He doesn't like to show anyone that you got to me or anything. For him to come out and say, like, yeah, I saw red. I let my teammates down. I tried to keep yeah. composure and I didn't. That meant a lot to him, and he was really pissed. And Jay, what's the first thing you do on the first series if you're Christian Wilkins? Just check in with him a little bit, right? Give him a little nudge after. Let him know I'm here. I'm here all night long. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Could care less about what happened in the first game. It's going to be a fun, fun one to watch. No I love, doubt. I love playing with Christian. No, yeah. okay. Keep an eye on the old lineman too. Like if Josh is like, yeah. you guys had to get no doubt, no doubt about like, it. The Deons and all that, yeah, stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. going on with that. Snowman. Yeah, great job handling a very touchy subject. Let's take it north of the equator, should yeah. we, Sarah? Right, right. Let's please, like, thank you for that segue. Our next guess is the Jacksonville Jaguars nominee for the Walton Payton Man of the Year Award. He is the longest tenured player on the Jags current roster. Please welcome to Good Morning Football offensive lineman Tyler. Let's go guys. Tyler. Come on Tyler. Let's go baby. <laughs> uh, appreciate Tyler, it, guys. First, congratulations. You. you were on the Jags when your then teammate that Calais Campbell won the award back in 2019 so you know the significance of this thing. What does it mean to be nominated for such a prestigious honor? Right. Um, like you said, I was here when Calais was here. Um, it's a great honor, you know, um, to be, especially to be like kind of have my name in the same kind of pool as as names like Calais Campbell and all the other great guys that have won this award. Uh, it's a great honor. I was telling the guys, you know, there's so many guys that are doing so many good things in the community, especially on our team. Uh, and then to be recognized as, you know, kind of picked out for that, that was a, a huge honor for me. And it's just been such a blessing to be here as long as I have and to be able to do some work in the community. So just a, a huge honor. It is a blessing. I'm sure you've been a blessing in that community down there in Jacksonville. And during the NFL's My Calls, My Cleats campaign, you rock cleats supporting two nonprofit groups, Seamark Ranch and Sponsored by Grace. Can you tell us a little bit more about those two organizations? Yeah, so uh, both organizations do a lot of work with children in our in the, in the Jacksonville area. Seamark Ranch is a kid's home for um kids that are coming from families in crisis you know that could mean a lot of different things but uh they do a lot like the the kids have there there's a school out there uh on their you know ranch in the in the in the property and they also like work with the kids i mean they have it's a home it's a it's a family structure that they get to be in uh which you know is so important and then also like they're teaching them so many things just life lessons and 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 things that they can work you know on the ranch and it's just really preparing them for for life after you know childhood really and then uh sponsored by grace is another great organization uh one of my best friends ron armstrong he uh, he's the heading that off and uh they also work with children in the jacksonville area that are in low income high crime areas and their big thing is coming alongside families and and their community of the children and just kind of helping them through giving them the resources that, that they need to you know try to try to make the best of what the situation they have they also have um sponsored by grace also has a they have a coffee truck that actually comes to the stadium every friday morning it's called grounds of grace and and it's it's around jacksonville a lot but they uh it's a cool little coffee truck they have some of those kids that are growing up and at, at an age where they can work like they're working in that and that's you know kind of like a springboard for them to get out into the workforce and they're also um getting ready to open up a, a brick and mortar coffee shop uh here in jacksonville which is really cool and it's the same kind of thing where you know those kids will as they're getting older into an age where they can you know be like go help and work and like I said it's just a great springboard for them to kind of get into the workforce and you know learn things like just working working with other people and 
uh, you know, I just think it's just, they're doing a great work, and it's, it's just such an honor for uh, my wife and I to be able to partner with these these uh, groups that are in the community, already have boots on the ground in the community. You know, I think that's a big thing is uh, just coming alongside uh, some of these organizations and being able to help out. You've helped out a lot, and I know you've done a lot of different things involving children and reading and all sorts of things in the community that it's no surprise you were the longest-tenured mm -hmm. Jaguar. And you got a big game this weekend, dude. We are rooting for you, Tyler. It's awesome that you came in. Great story, great guy. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys having me. Tyler, you're the man. Yeah, great stuff, Tyler. Great dude. Great dude. Yeah, awesome. Um, meanwhile, Jags-Cowboys, right, sir? Uh, huge game. Woo! Jags have... Uh, Cowboys can clinch. Jags on uh, a little bit of an upswing. I think yeah. three and two in the no last couple games. So uh, yeah, he'll be getting the healthy dose on Micah Parsons pretty soon. Mm. Uh, that's always a good challenge. Which is what everyone wants this time yeah. of year, right? Yeah, for sure. Along with he'd like some maybe fishing rods, Trevor Lawrence, if you're sure. listening for Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. Is the Jacksonville thing real? Do, are we getting sucked into it? Like it's it's exciting to believe in because yeah. they've looked impressive a few times. Jay, you got a little twinkle in your eyes about the Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has been fun to watch. Uh -huh. I mean, it went into Nashville last week, a place that they have he hasn't done a ton of winning. And they rolled on the uh -huh. Titans a little bit, put up a ton of points. So I'm excited to see what this offense does. Cowboys coming off a game. Yes, they beat the Houston Texans, and all we talked about all week was it wasn't pretty. Why was Houston in such a close game with them? Jacksonville now they're heading there. Let's see what they can do. Let's yeah. see what Trevor Lawrence and his For context, do. they're five and eight. Okay, fine. They're two games back in the division. The Titans can't win. Lost three in a row. Three in a row. Like, so they're four to play with two back. Sean, what do you think? They come running on this thing? Yeah, I think they I think they, they gotta beat shot. Dallas. I mean, look, look, Trevor Lawrence, everybody talks about with young quarterbacks, man, hey, the light switch goes on or whatever. And and I feel like it, that has happened. It probably happened like a few weeks back against the Broncos game. He had he had a couple bad throws, but when you look at what he's doing, his command right now mm. and his and his relationship with the receivers with Zay with Kirk, Evan Ingram. Yeah. I mean, th th Ingram's I'm, been amazing. Like, Trevor yeah. Lawrence is is bringing out of everybody, <laughs> and this is exactly why you drafted God number one overall. Mm -hmm. yeah. Trevor Lawrence, ten touchdowns, no picks since Week Nine. How wow. about those? That's guys? awesome. Yeah, I'm down in the Sunshine State. I want, I'm ready for them to like. You're Miss Sunshine go. State. Let's go. Yeah. Let's exactly. Sunshine. I know. I'm not equipped to go to Buffalo like Mike Giardi. We got highlights from the uh, Niners and Seahawks Brock Purdy show last night. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually 
in person and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.